and welcome to another special episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and I'm joined by a very special guest joining us all the way from Japan. It's Taro Kotani, the number one Spurs fan from Japan, and he was at the New Orleans game. Uh, the Spurs actually lost that game, as we all well know, because right now it is 11.53 p.m. our time. But Taro's kind enough to join us and uh, going to let us know a little bit about his adventures in New Orleans and what he uh, actually saw at the game and what he thought about it. So let's just dive in, Taro. I mean, how was your trip in New Orleans and what did you think about this game? Oh, the game? Um, well, the New Orleans, uh, I just kind of hung around the city uh, in the afternoon, just kind of enjoy the scenes, you know. Taking anything interesting? Uh, um, a little bit at the the Bourbon Street where they have all these bars and stuff. Um, I, I just walked, I just had dinner on that street after the game and they were playing like live music in the at the bars and stuff. So that, that was kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and the scenery is kind of, yeah, there's this street called the Canal Street. It's, it's a really wide street. It's got, yeah, it's, it's got like a really wide, big street and it's got like streets on both sides, stores on both sides. The scenery is kind of like, Las Vegas uh, at the Strip. Oh, okay. I thought it was kind of similar. To, uh, they have the casino here, so, yeah. felt kind of weird, but it kind of felt like Vegas, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little like yeah. Vegas. And you were yeah. at the game itself, so you traveled to the, yeah. the Smoothie King Stadium to, to check out the game. How was the your reception there? How were the fans there to, uh, to you? Because, you know, you're... You're visiting, you know, the city, and uh, you're wearing Spurs gear. Yeah, well, actually, where, where I sat was I, I sat about like seven rows behind the Spurs bench, and where I was sitting, there was a lot of other Spurs fans, Spurs fans there. So, it, it, yeah, it was it was kind of weird because uh, it's it's at the home of the New Orleans Pelicans, but where I was sitting, it was kind of surrounded by Spurs fans. On the same row, I even had uh, people coming over from San Antonio. I was chatting before the game with them, and they they actually came because um they they listened to the react uh, oh. Saturday evening when I was on yeah and how I was saying you know I'm coming over from Japan I'm actually going to New Orleans they they said they heard that from like a Japanese guy and then they they, they decided to come over so so we were kind of chatting with them I was kind of ch- chatting with them well, before that's the game yeah yeah. I think I yeah. saw you too on TV. <clears throat> I got oh, some recording uh, of the video. It looks like from our perspective, you were kind of near, I guess, at an angle where you could see the yeah. the backcourt, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I recognized you because it's like, I think that's Tarl. You were wearing a Kawhi Leonard jersey, right? Number two? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, I recognize the shorts. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The, the khaki kind of colored uh, cargo yeah. shorts? yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we hung out the other day, and I was like, yeah, those are the same shorts that Taro was wearing. I was like, that's Taro right there. That's his jersey. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you, what did you think about the crowd, though? I mean, which crowd was, in your opinion, more electrifying? Is it, is it better, the atmosphere here at the AT&T Center, or was it better over there at the Smoothie Kings Arena? Well, because I'm a Spurs fan, I'm biased. It's, <laughs> the atmosphere is obviously better. At the AT&T Center, I'm kind of surprised. I was when I was walking down, the st- just kind of hanging around the city downtown here, like in San Antonio. Like when I kind of walk around downtown, I, I would 
see, you know, you know, majority of the people wearing Spurs gears. But whereas here, I was walking around downtown in the afternoon. I, I didn't really see anybody wearing any Falcons gears. Okay. I, I thought that was kind of kind of surprising. I didn't yeah. really see anybody until we got into the arena. Yeah, so that was kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw you and it looked like you were sitting down. And like you said, you were you were kind of near a lot of other Spurs fans, so you weren't by yourself. Mm-hmm. And some of them were quite energetic. I even saw one lady standing yeah. up, and she was you know putting her hands in the air, her fist in the yeah. air, when uh, they had hit a the Spurs had hit a three pointer. So I was like, even mm-hmm. though they were down, I was like, hey, that's pretty cool, you know, that she was still into the yeah. game. Yeah, the, yeah, the Spurs fans were at the game. They they were into the game, even though the Spurs were losing pretty bad. You know, there was a group of people yelling, "Go Spurs, go!" In the fourth quarter, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that. Yeah, there was a lot of support for the Spurs. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. I mean, you sure. saw the Spurs and you saw how they played tonight. Yeah, and it is what it is. You know, I mean, we kind of expected them that you know they were going to lose on the road, especially against the the Pelicans, a team that they've mm-hmm. you know had trouble with in the past. But mm-hmm. I think it was a blessing in disguise, Taro, because. If the Spurs would have won, they would have picked or they would have had to face off against the Portland Trailblazers. And I didn't really like mm-hmm. our odds against the Blazers. But mm-hmm. in a turn of fate, you know, with them losing, their opponent now will be the Golden State Warriors. And I believe the playoffs mm-hmm. are going to start for the Spurs on Saturday. We just don't know the time yet because uh, right mm-hmm. now it is going to be midnight. So we'll probably hear something in the next couple of hours. But what do you think <laughs> about their chances against the Warriors? Against the Warriors, man, you know the Spurs. Spurs, they, they got to be able to score. You know, you know, they, they got to steal one of the first two games on the road if they were to win. And, and they, I don't think they've won on on the road since like Fe- end of February or something. So you know, even tonight, you know, it's the last game of season. I mean, the seedings did matter uh, whether the Spurs win or lose tonight, but I I, I kind of expected them to lose but at the same time I also wanted I also expected a closer game you know um, yeah outside of the first quarter I thought the Spurs just got kind of blown out of the building they gave up a lot of rebounds a lot of fast break points it was like man I paid for this you know yeah it was yeah, a tough I, night I, for them yeah Spurs went falling yeah. yeah they lost the battle in the paint you know the mm-hmm. yeah. the New Orleans Pelicans beat them and dominated them in the with the mm-hmm. points in the paint and also mm-hmm. with fast break points, which tells me two things. You know the Spurs really didn't get back on transition defense, and they had mm-hmm. no answer for Anthony Davis. I mean, Anthony Davis is mm-hmm. a great player, and there's you know there was just too many mismatches. Smaller players mm-hmm. when they when the Pelicans would switch off, um, they would get the mismatch with like a Tony Parker. Uh, Danny Green, yeah. you know, and basically they can't they can't hold Anthony Davis. I don't think anybody can. So he was scoring at will against the Spurs because he's just a good player. But it is what it is on that end. Our next opponent will be the Golden State Warriors, and I kind of like the Spurs' chances against the Warriors more than I did oh, against the Blazers. Yeah, I just figure right now since the Warriors are kind of injury riddled or ridden at this time. They have, you know, you had Kevin Durant coming back, and he's still kind of nursing some bruised ribs. And you have, you know, Clay Thompson, of course, he's been playing, and he broke his, uh, I believe it was his thumb. 
And <laughs> then you have Draymond Green, who's always had this nagging injury to his elbow. So, and then Stephen Curry's not going to be playing. He's going to be out foreseeably for the first round of the, the playoffs, you know, rehabbing his knee, coming back from that knee injury. So all this kind of, you know, little things going on with the Warriors, to me, it just seems like they're not very healthy for one, and they don't have their point guard, you know, on the floor. So they don't really have a true general out there. I mean, to me, that just spells a recipe for disaster because we saw what happened to our team when we were without Kawhi Leonard, you know, but granted, the, the Warriors have a little bit more talent on their team than we do, but I'm not discounting the Spurs. I think the Spurs, they have a, a Coach Popovich, which is the X Factor, and, you know, if they can play, I think if the Spurs can play really good defense against the Warriors, they have a chance, you know, and they need somebody, they need some of the other players to step up. And if, you know, a Patty Mills or a Danny Green or Bryn Forbes, Tony Parker or Manu Ginobili, even Rudy Gay, you know, goes off for like 28, 30 points. I mean, the Spurs are going to have a really good chance of stealing one of the first two games over there against the Warriors on the road. What do you think about that, Taro? Of the the Spurs play great defense, you think they got a chance? I think so. You know, I, I mean, you know, like Pop saying all year long, the defense is what you know kept the Spurs in the game and won won games for them. But at the same time, they they got to be able to score. You know, shoot somehow. Shots need to go in. You know, not like tonight. You know, I think this year. You know. I, I don't know. This this year might this year's team might be like one of the worst, you know, shooting scoring teams in the past few years. I I see them as it's kind of like that. So yeah. I mean, a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shooters. You know, Danny Green, Patty Mills, you know, Bryn Forbes, those guys. When they go off, you know, we can score a lot of points. But they've been so you know inconsistent this year, that in you know having a lot of struggles on the road. That that kind of concerns me, you know, maybe the only guy who could kind of consistently score for the Spurs is Aldridge. You know, we could kind of, I mean, last two games, uh, the Spurs play at the AT&T Center, Mahoney was fantastic, but we can't really count on him to play like that every single game. You know, like tonight, I don't think he played in the second half. So, yeah, well, Mahoney was Mahoney. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, the injuries to the Warriors, I hope that's going to play some advantage to the Spurs and, you know, the Spurs defense, you know, as long as it's there, you know, Spurs can stay in the game, but, you know, the, the, you know, some shots need to, to go in, I think, you know, as well Kawhi, you know, Golden State, they can kind of double team Aldridge, you know, get the ball out of his hands a lot of times, I think. So, you know, somebody else has to step on the offensive end, I think, in order for the, for the Spurs to have a you know, realistic chance. Of winning, yeah, I I get that, mm-hmm. but I think they can mm-hmm. win. But you know, we'll see what happens on Saturday. Let's see if they can yeah. at least get this first game, and yeah. you know, at least split this. You know, the first two games they got to get a one-one split. I think if they have any chance of, you know, closing mm-hmm. out the Warriors, they're gonna have to steal that home court advantage. Yeah, because the Spurs yeah. cannot win games. You know, on the road consistently. That's been their Achilles' seal mm-hmm. all season. But getting back to, to cool and better things, I mean, you had a neat trip here in San Antonio. You got to see a couple games. We went mm-hmm. and caught a game with you the other day on uh, on Monday at the AT&T Center. 
and you got to meet Matt Bonner. You got your card signed by Matt Bonner, <laughs> which was pretty cool. And then uh, the next day, we, we kind of hung out and went around the town, and you got to see the, the Manu Ginobili mural. What did you think about the Manu Ginobili mural? Oh, it was nice. You know, it's it's like every time I come, come to San Antonio, you take me around to see the murals. I kind of, uh, I'm always kind of, you know, surprised how, how much the, the people in San Antonio love the Spurs, you know, how they embrace the players and the team, you know, they they do all these murals on their own, you know, murals on the news and stuff, so I, I just kind of enjoy how the, the people of San Antonio embrace the Spurs, the, the way they have, you know, three murals and stuff. Yeah, and then you also got to see the, the Coach Pop mural, and it was yeah, cool because yeah. you were wearing your Coach Pop t-shirt, and that really, yeah. you know, came to my head, and I was like, hey, we got to go take you to the Coach Pop mural. So we took a picture of you there. And you had an interesting story because you were saying the the shirt you were wearing, the Coach Pop shirt, was one that you actually found in Japan. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, because um, I, yeah, I visited San Antonio. This is my 13th time, but I've never seen like a Popovich T-shirt at the store. So I was in Tokyo, you know, one day just kind of Googling, you know, Popovich T-shirt, you know, see what was available on the Internet. And... I ran into this store, online store uh, that sells a Popovich t-shirt, and I clicked on the store and checked the address, and I found that it was actually in suburban Tokyo, so I don't know <laughs> who made it, for what purpose, but for whatever reason, they, they sell it in Tokyo, but not in San Antonio. Yeah, that's 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 odd to me, because we need to have yeah. more, more Coach Pop shirts here around town, and, you know, Chris Duell... Uh, had mentioned the other day when we were in the studio as guest on Monday on uh, the, in the Ticket 760 studio that there's not a lot of uh, Coach Pop t-shirts here around town. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, there really isn't. You know, people should should wear more of those because, I mean, to me, he's just as important as a player. And a lot of people are like, well, he's not Kawhi. And he's true that he's not a, a player. But without Pop being the coach that he is, we wouldn't have won those championships. So to me, he's mm-hmm. just as important as any player yeah. on the court, you know? So that was pretty cool that you were able to wear that shirt and you found it in all places, Japan. Another cool <laughs> thing that yep. we did is um, just down the street from the Coach Pop mural, because we're at the, the murals located at uh, Carmelita's Mexican restaurant on Broadway. Uh, we actually went to go eat lunch. I uh, took Taro over there to, uh, was it... Um, Good time, Charlie's, and uh, Taro yeah. indulged in the uh, the ten ounce burger, the huge monster burger out there, and you <laughs> yeah. said it was quite good. You liked it, right? Yeah, it was good. You know, yeah, and, and yeah. When I was when I always come to San Antonio, I try to get some local food. You know, like a lot of burgers. You know, we get some Mexican food and a lot of burgers in Japan, but they're like made from Japan, so the size and the taste isn't really quite as good as it is in San Antonio. So, yeah, the, the restaurant you took me was really good. Yeah, huge burger, you know, the American size. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, I think next time we're going to have to take you a maybe return trip there so you can try something different. Or like I was telling you, maybe take you out to the Burger Boy near closer to where I live, uh, that newer location they built on Petrenko. I think you would like that one. And another thing that we did that was pretty interesting too uh, to end the day was, more, well, not to end of the day, but near the end of the day was we went and took a trip to the David Robinson Museum. And a lot of fans yeah. didn't even know that the, the museum even existed. It's uh, inside yeah. the Carver Academy. 
yeah. on the east side of town in Taro mm-hmm. was able to to get us in there uh, because you know he he's a fan from Japan visiting all the way over here in San Antonio Texas so they kind of made an exception for us so we were able to go in there and um, check out the David Robinson Museum so what did you think about that and it it's the, the exhibits there was just so so good and it brought back a lot of memories you know I kind of I mean, David Robinson was right. I got into the Spurs. I got into basketball. So it brought back a lot of memories. And, yeah, it was a really nice exhibit. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the exhibit? All of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to pick one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, because they had so much memorabilia. I mean, the place yeah. wasn't really big, but it was really well done. They they packed a lot mm-hmm. of memorabilia and yeah. such a small yeah. space. I mean, it was really mm-hmm. state of the art because as you were walking in, you know, it, it senses when you're near one of the exhibits because it'll start playing some audio telling you a story about David Robinson. And as you move to the other exhibits, it'll play some audio recordings and, and letting you know what you're looking at and telling you a little bit, you know, about what it is that's in there because they have like jerseys, they have medals, they have trophies. So it gives yeah. you a little little story as you're looking at the the memorabilia, and the the hallway was actually lined with uh, jerseys and memorabilia from David Robinson dating back all the way to his Naval Academy years, mm-hmm. yeah. all the yeah. way to commemorating his 71 point game performance to his time with the the Dream Team, you know, Team USA, and they even showed they had a picture, I believe, and it was no, it was like. These big stickers, I guess they were on the wall, and it was him and Tim Duncan. And mm-hmm. I think one of the other things that was interesting, Taro's the the floor. You remember the floor that we saw there? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you start, it says David Robinson. It has his footprints. And then as you look, it'll have Avery Johnson. It had Tim Duncan. It had Manu. It had Tony Parker. And at the very end, it had Coach Pop. So it was kind of like a full circle thing as you look down at the floor and of course, they have a Spurs logo on the floor, but I thought that mm-hmm. was that was a, a really cool little bit of nostalgia how they put in his teammates, yeah. you know, and kind of made them mm-hmm. as part of the exhibit as well because mm-hmm. it was showing that camaraderie that David had with these special yeah. players, and I thought that mm-hmm. was well done. Mm-hmm. And you took a picture; you had your shoe next to the the David Robinson footprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really nice of them to to let you in and, and take a look at it and take some pictures. I'm sure that's something yeah. you always take with you and you remember for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so we'll just have to see what happens the next time you make your return visit to, to San Antonio. And I know we're not going to expect you anytime, you know, this summer. You're, <laughs> you're going to be busy working. And, of course, you usually return like uh, November, I guess, at the start of the season. And then mm-hmm. you try to make a return trip back to San Antonio uh, for the end of the season or maybe sometimes for even the playoffs. Is that correct, Taro? Yeah, yeah. Or you try to you come know, back. It, it all, yeah. Well, it, it's all going to depend on the, the work schedule and stuff. Yeah. But I, I'm going to, yeah, November, December, that's probably going to be my tar- next target to, to get back to San Antonio. Your next target should be you coming back for Fiesta. We got to get you to a Fiesta, man. We got to get you to some of these events. <laughs> You know, you got to try the chicken on a stick, you know, got to got to go to Niosa. Maybe we'll even take you in to, to listen to some some good old fashioned Tejano music here in San Antonio. <laughs> oh. 
but yeah, we, we gotta, we gotta do that with you, man. You, you've been here for some of these, the Spurs games and, you know, you enjoyed the, the camaraderie with the people and the friends that you've made here. But I think one thing that you, you need to do is you need to come back and visit us when, when Fiesta's in full swing. That That's a very special mm-hmm. time here in San Antonio. I think you'll like it because it's mm-hmm. Spurs playoffs and Fiesta. It's just one big party. Mm-hmm. One big party, Taro. <laughs> I think you would love it. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe we could get you on a float. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would be that would be something, right? Maybe we could get you on a yeah. float if the Spurs have a f- Spurs float or something. I mean, get you somewhere mm-hmm. out there so people can can see you. And I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people would recognize you because they they notice you when you're at the when you're in San Antonio and you're at the AT and T Center. So, I'll go ahead and let you get some rest, Taro. But thank you so much for mm-hmm. coming on and being a guest on the Two Shots Podcast. No and like no always, my friend. Have a safe trip back, and we look forward to always seeing you return back. And thank you very much for the for the candies, the Kit Kats. Me and my children love oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tara. Well, until next time, you take care. And all right, viewers. Yes, thank you, Joe. Oh, you're mm-hmm. welcome. And until next time, viewers, go Spurs, go.